0: hello my friends and welcome back to another mini episode of the day is the day podcast you are in for a treat today because it is one of my favorite topics it is the low-cost superpower foods this is really what's at the heart of culinary nutrition oh i didn't introduce myself yet i'm megan telpner nutritionist, two-time best-selling author, and founder of the Academy of Culinary Nutrition. And Josh Catalis joins me in this mini episode. He is a functional medicine practitioner, co-instructor with me at the Academy, and he's my husband. And we get very excited talking about low-cost superfoods. Now, before we dive into today's mini episode, I want to invite you to explore the Culinary Nutrition Expert Programme. This is a 14-week certification program in culinary nutrition, where we use food as our primary tool for teaching. There is no other program in the whole wide world quite like this one. promise you that. Head on over to culinarynutrition.com forward slash program to check it out. Now, I can't hold my excitement back anymore. Here is today's mini episode to offer you some digestible doses of inspiration.
1: let's talk about foods that have a really tremendous nutrition profile and sometimes even calories, and that don't really cost that much for us to consume on a regular basis. Now, in our home right now, in our kitchen, which we like to call the nutrition lab.
0: we It's not we. Josh calls it the nutrition <laughs> lab.
1: <laughs> True. Um, we have uh, some sprouts in the making. And sprouts are really, really cheap to buy in the raw form, which is basically just the seeds. We I have want some- to use
0: like the Kool-Aid. You know, you say Kool-Aid, just pennies a glass. Like sprouts are literally like pennies a tablespoon.
1: They really are. It takes two tablespoons and you get a big handful of sprouts when all is said and done. So I have some broccoli sprouts going, which are major powerhouses of nutrition, very high detoxification capacity in broccoli sprouts, 30 times what a regular broccoli has. We have some red clover going, and sometimes we even sprout mung beans. Now, mung beans, I mean, you can get a massive bag of those for, you know, quite inexpensive, and they give you a lot of food.
0: Yeah, and when you think about sprouts from a culinary nutrition perspective you know, one little seed that grows one sprout eventually would turn into an entire head of broccoli, for example. So you're getting this massive concentration of nutrition in a highly digestible, absorbable form. It's really rich in enzymes. And it's this power. It's a seed. Like the seed is the, the start of all life. So you're getting it in this powerful form. And we actually have, if you're interested, a sprout guide for you, we link to it in our resources over on culinarynutrition.com podcast. If you choose the eating healthy on a budget episode, you'll get a link to that with the downloadable guide. So you can get started sprouting And it's an amazing project to do with your kids. It's a great way to get locally grown food in the winter when you live in a cold climate. And I love using sprouts in sandwiches, on salads, as Josh said, by the handful. Uh, You can add them to any kind of pasta dish. Basically, anywhere that you need extra toppings. I always say a salad is best with seven to ten toppings. So sprouts are one of those toppings you can add.
1: And just quickly, uh, they're not just inexpensive, but they're super easy to make. I mean, you just rinse them twice a day and that's it. That's all you have to do. Four to five days,
0: they grow some tails and you're ready to go. Right. So check out that guide if you're interested in getting started. And you should be because it's a big bang for your buck food.
1: Okay. This next one, Megan is just like a super expert with. She knows how to work this vegetable so well.
0: I am the kraut whisperer. So our next bang for your buck food is sauerkraut, which is fermented cabbage. It was actually one of the first foods we gave our son Finley. We started him around 7 months just drinking the kraut juice, which made him wiggle and dance, which was super cute. But he still loves sauerkraut. And it's so simple to make. I actually have a sample class. If you want to see a video of how I make sauerkraut, if you go to culinarynutrition.com/program sign in check sample a class and there is a sauerkraut video and recipe right there for you. One of the wonderful things about sauerkraut from a culinary nutrition perspective is that, well, for one, it's really high in vitamin C, especially the red variety, but it's a fermented food that we don't get enough of in our diet and in every culture Virtually every culture on the planet, there's some form of fermented food. Uh, here in North America, in the sort of westernized, we've gotten rid of all foods that have bacteria, and instead replaced fermented condiments with, you know, conventional ketchup that's really just sugar and food dye. So getting that sauerkraut in is a really powerful nutrition punch. Not just in that it's nutrient dense in a in and of itself but it helps support your digestion and assimilation of everything else you're eating. So it actually increases the health and value of every food that's part of your meal because it's not what you eat, but what you digest and assimilate. And sauerkraut helps with that. So whether you're having it you know, as a little side, as a tablespoon, as a condiment, or adding it to your veggie or meat burgers, or mixing it in with a salad. It's an amazing addition to every meal and should be part of your meals. And and best of all is when you can make it yourself. That's gonna be the most economical version of all.
1: And a little side note on cabbage is it has these amazing sulfur-based compounds in them that increase a very important antioxidant in the body called glutathione. Now we know as we age, our glutathione levels actually go down. So it's important to keep those levels up to slow down the aging process and to protect the body.
0: Our next one are beans and pulses.
1: Now these, you can just like get huge amounts if you get them in the dried form for fairly uh, low prices. And then of course, you can also get them not that much more price-wise in cans. And we really like the the brand Eden because they don't use bisphenol A on the inside of their cans and, and cook a lot of their beans with kombu seaweed, which makes them more digestible. But that being said, Beans and pulses are very high in plant-based protein, which is you know somewhat difficult to get on a plant-based diet, but that's definitely gonna be a key source. They're really high in low glycemic index uh, carbohydrates, which means that the carbohydrates in beans don't break down super quickly. They take their time and they don't spike blood sugar super quickly either. So they can help maintain blood sugar a little bit better. They're kind of these like slow carbs keep you satiated for a lot longer.
0: Over on our podcast page at culinary slash podcast. When you click on this episode, you'll find some recipe ideas that use all of these things and including a little post I wrote about how to eat more beans and fart less. So if you're preparing your beans on your own, there's a little trick to help reduce the gassiness of it, which is sort of a common problem. You know, basically with all these foods we've introduced so far, there's going to be like, it's going to be like a toot machine in some people's houses with all the fermented foods and beans if they're new. So go easy on them. But these are all just ideas to, help increase the nutritional power without having to spend a lot of money.
1: Well, you know what they say about beans, Megan? What? Beans, beans, they're good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you...
0: Oh, I thought it was beans, beans, musical fruit. The more you eat, the more you...
1: (laughs) You can fill in the blank there.
0: Okay. So onions... Again, another powerful food. We were actually just recently talking about plotting our garden and we're like, oh, onions are so cheap to buy. Why would we plant them? And then I learned about the benefits to keeping insects out. That's a that's a topic for another day. But onions are another really economical and really nutritious food.
1: Yeah, they, they go pretty far and they add such wonderful flavor to your dishes. Uh, you know, onions have a really high amount of a phytonutrient known as quercetin. And quercetin is a natural antihistamine. So for those of you who might have high histamine or allergies, you might want to consider eating some more onions. One other great effect that onions have is decreasing blood pressure. So, you know, there's two foods that I give every single client with any cardiovascular issues, and that's onions and garlic. And that it's been, both of those have actually been shown to decrease blood pressure levels.
0: So, so far I see us making a really nice stew where we can saute the onions, cook some beans with it, add some turmeric, some ginger, some salt, some cumin, make a really nice, easy veggie stew with a bunch of veggies in it. Top that with sauerkraut and some sprouts. You've got an incredibly powerful meal.
1: That sounds delicious, Megan. Do you want to go get that going while I finish this podcast? (laughs) I'll go
0: get the slow cooker out. Dinner will be ready in eight hours.
1: (laughs) Yum. Okay. This last one, not such a high bang for your buck in terms of Calories, but a very high bang for your buck in terms of nutrition. And those are flax seeds, the forgotten superfood almost.
0: Yeah. The basic, like we talked about seeds a bit with sprouts, but seeds are like the start of all food. So seeds are really powerful. Flax seeds are high in omega-3 essential fatty acids. A lot of us are taking this in supplement form, which could be an added expense if you can just add more of the whole food into your diet. They're really high in fiber and they have something called lignans in them, which is a very special fiber that helps feed the good bacteria of the gut. They also have a quality that I like to call snotty. The official term is mucilaginous. We've now talked about farts and snot at this point in this episode.
1: Just well, I think right we're now. on the right track then.
0: We are on the right track. So, and, we're, and poo's about to come in. So, or come out as the case may be. <laughs> so this mucilaginous factor, it's that sliminess we associate most commonly with aloe gel and... If you soak flax seeds, that mucilaginous factor, you can actually witness it. But that is incredibly healing to the cells that line the intestinal tract. It's very soothing when dealing with any kind of inflammatory bowel or even post infection. If you have any irritation in the gut, even in the stomach, the esophagus, that mucilaginous factor from flax seeds can be really, really beneficial. And one of my favorite ways to take advantage of that health factor of flax is to make a little flaxy tea where you'll simmer. I believe it's about a tablespoon of flax seeds or half tablespoon with two cups of water. And you can add a little bit of honey if you want. And I will link to the recipe in our show notes for that one. But they are a power food. Oh, one other thing with flax. You don't want to eat them whole. You'll probably poop them out whole. I'm not a fan of those like raw crackers, like raw flax crackers are just basically whole flax seeds that are being gelled together and then dehydrated. You'll be pooping out those flax seeds whole. So you want to grind your flax seeds whenever you're using them. I'll add them to smoothies. I will sprinkle them. We give our son oatmeal sometimes for breakfast. So we'll sprinkle ground flax on his oatmeal. You can sprinkle it over salads. There's a lot of ways to integrate ground flax into the diet to get that powerhouse benefit
1: and just to clarify if you want the omega-3s and and lignans and those types of things then you got to grind it but if you're using it for the mucilaginous benefit then you don't want to grind it you want to put them in whole because you just want the outer coating of that flax it's
0: all in the seeds my friend it starts in the seeds we start as seeds and sprouts start as seeds big trees are seeds okay i'll stop here Before I say goodbye, I want you to meet another inspiring culinary nutrition expert graduate. This is someone who did our program, graduated, and is applying what they learned in their life. Here you go.
2: I'm Ryan Hughes, a 2017 ACN Honors graduate and proud alumni at the Academy of Culinary Nutrition. Living in Guelph, Ontario, Canada, I've taken the course and taken all that I learned in the program and I've applied it to the creation of my own healthy eatery and wellness studio here in downtown Guelph. Grassroots Marketing Studio was built with the vision of fueling our bodies with nutritious and delicious foods. And during my studies at ACN, not only did it help me personally take my health to another level, but the knowledge that I learned and gained, it played a huge role with opening our grassroots. Program helped me build a foundation from which we create our dishes. We create food prep procedures, mindfully source whole foods and ingredients, even to the wisdom of that that reflection, speaking about the power of our foods, the ACM program did wonders for me. I'm forever grateful to be a part of such an awesome program and academy, to continue to connect with alumni, empowering us with insightful information and in culinary nutrition. I want to send my many thank yous to Megan and the entire team for all that they do and have done in helping contribute to my personal journey. Check out our social platforms at grassrootsinc.ca to see some of our creations that have been inspired by my lessons learned through ACN.
0: Now that's a great story. I want to invite you, if you're feeling inspired or perhaps just a little curious, to head on over to culinarynutrition.com forward slash program to learn more and find out if this program is what you are looking for. I also host a monthly program information session where I go through all of the details of the curriculum, what you can expect, what we expect of you, so you can know with confidence if this is the right thing for you. Head on over to culinarynutrition.com forward slash info session to save a spot in our upcoming information session. Now, I hope you're enjoying these mini episodes. If you go to the description of this episode, you'll find a link to our show notes, the full outline with all of the links to help you take what you learned and put it into action. Thank you as always for listening and have a beautiful rest of your day. Bye for now.